Right, I'm sitting here with the boys from Slow Readers Club. How are we guys? Good, thank Very you. good, thank you. Excellent. Um, you came up the road from Carlisle last night, so good journey up the road. Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, scenic. It's like, I, I mean, I did spend some of it looking at a Nintendo Switch, but uh, <laughs> the, the few times I did look up, it looked pretty cool. Some big, uh, you know, big mountains. All I don't know what what's the mountain and what's a hill. Hill. So many feet. High enough to have snow on top of them, anyway. So yeah. I've always often thought there's one big one, and you just see it comes straight down, pretty vertical. I've always fancied been down that on a sledge for <laughs> some reason. I don't know why. Like, oh, you know, eight, top, you eight, eight hours to get up there, and then you'd be like, I'm not going to do that. But. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so you're just kicking off your 32-day tour uh, of the UK. What can fans expect to, to get from you on the tour? Different songs. Yeah, we've, we've, I mean, this is the first tour we've been. Um, we've always wanted to vary the sets a little bit, a little bit between between uh, gigs. And um, previously, we've done tours of about maximum ten dates or something. Yeah, like we maybe. do up like a clutches of three, yeah. and then the two, yeah. and then three. Yeah, whereas this is constant, isn't it? Yeah, so we are actually, with at least so far, we have been varying, varying the sets. So for the diehards, we've got you know twenty or so fans that will follow us round yeah. to, to various gigs, so it keeps it interesting for them and, and for us as well. We don't go mad playing yeah. the same tunes. Well, there was a couple outside when I was waiting outside there. There was a couple came out and they they took um, a photo of the sign oh, at right. the front there, but then they were speaking of it. Like, they're not locals, like, no. so, like, they're definitely Manchester area. They've come after as well. Like, no, no, not yet, not yet. It's still daylight. It's fine. But. Um, so, 2018 was a great year for you, with uh, your album uh, "Build a Tower" hitting number 18 in the charts, and then finishing the year with sold-out shows in Manchester, Glasgow, and London. Um, how does 2019 go ahead and top that? Uh, we're full time. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we're able to yeah. give our jobs up. Yeah. In the last year, so I was, that was, was makes it easier. But I think it's it's not only doing this kind of tour and travelling to Europe and different territories around the world, but getting into writing new you know, new music new and yeah, and just spending time devoting ourselves to that really, which is I suppose from yeah. our point of view, I suppose tops it. Whether yeah. whether for the fans, well, it just, I suppose I mean, I'm sure they will. It just accelerates everything yeah. because previously, where we've, we've got we've got like six demos down in January, whereas that would have taken probably six months yeah. before so that's gone faster and we've um, they've, the success of last year has meant financially we can go full time as David said but, and there's more festivals this year Yeah, there's a bit more high profile festivals than last year getting out into Europe doing like Rock Wurcher and uh, Mad Cool Festival in Madrid yeah. and stuff those are big yeah, the one in Belgium is that absolutely brilliant lineup yeah. on that one already. Yeah. I was like, yeah. They do send. I mean, they, yeah, I think they have really good lineups down, yeah. down in Europe. Be mad. That's about sixty-five thousand people at that festival as well. So they should pick up some fans. Up. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to have George Ezra headlining. Well. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay ones. Yeah. Uh, you're listening. Transmit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the most predictable question I've probably got here. Where did the name come from? Uh, it was shoot. Uh, when I was, I went from uh, infant school, no, junior school to secondary school. Got a tour of the, the secondary school, saw like the English room, science labs, and all that kind of thing. And there was a room called special needs, and I, that scared the shit out of me basically. So I was to swear, but uh, 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 yeah, I, I, I thought it was an odd concept that you'd be taken out of mainstream education and. Uh, schooled separately or whatever uh, so it was a, a rejection of that really and a sort yeah. of celebration of the underdog go two fingers up yeah. kind of thing 
Excellent. Um, so on top of your 32-day tour in the UK, you're also going to be heading to Europe straight after as well in April. Um, what's the... Um, so Sorry, who's the biggest handful out of the four years on tour? Carry on. Dave drinks a lot, didn't he? Only Kurt drinks, so they have to be Kurt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he does. He, do, he can throw a few straps. He's probably our uh, just just in actually our merchant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's the most uh, he's, he's, the rock, he's the most rock and roll out of a lot. Of them. <laughs> he's got a, a reputation. Um, you were previously um, on the verge of breaking through before when you were in Omerta, and that never happened. Um, how did that make you feel at the time? Did you feel that it was like it's not yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> that it's like yeah. that kind of things that's never going to happen at that stage, yeah. or I, I it couldn't have made us feel, you know, like the the lowest of the law because we probably would have jacked it in. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't. So um, I think we were still we were always confident in the tunes we had. Yeah. Even but it, like back then, you know, even like now we write miles better songs, but back then we thought we were writing great songs, and I'm sure we were back then. You know, but obviously you're older now, you're more experienced, you're better musician, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. It's crap when some when it looks like it's going somewhere, then it doesn't. But and there's loads of other things. It wasn't just the music. It was like yeah. our practice room got broke into. Mm. So one of the lads decided I've had enough. Can't be asked carrying on with the band. So then it was like shit. And then one of the other lads had uh, he decided that it, it time had come that you know he couldn't fit in all the gigs and everything. Yeah. So it wasn't like. Um, the end of the world kind of thing we still wanted to play and, and, but that's what really ended that band yeah. wasn't it yeah. so and then you know, luckily Kurt got involved and then David and you know we, we, I think we are, we're, we we're a better band than, than, yeah. than with greatest respect to the, the members of Omerta so yeah. um, it's turned out better for the music I think um, I mean we did get a, a, we had a lot of labels down at the rehearsal room and stuff like that and, and back in the day and actually got an offer from an American label called TVT who, who then went bump <laughs> like <laughs> shortly after I think they signed Towers of London or some band instead yeah. of us but yeah, uh, yeah um, you know ancient history now so yeah. it did follow at the end of the last year three, three and a half thousand people so yeah. you stuck at it and it came, <laughs> it came good in the end um, coming from like an independent background um, what would you say the, they're the best and the worst things about being an unsigned act and doing it because you can look at the likes of Jerry Sinemanich now who although he goes out with the, the moniker of no label no mm. any, no management anything like that but he is backed by DF Concerts you know so yeah. Yeah. it's the guys that ran Tee the Park and in that aspect he's done very well on his own as an independent artist but is there good sides to being an independent artist compared to and then bad sides obviously with being on a label because you know you're going to get obviously help from the label on a lot of things I think, it's all, I think label doesn't always equal <coughs> The, the support that maybe he might he could hinder you know take away options potentially but I think you, yourself if you get into a, a decent level and we've got we got to a very decent level certainly in Manchester doing a DIY and yeah. even now we still try and do elements which are DIY I think keeping that control can be quite useful yeah um, well yeah there's a, a balance isn't there? mm. the equivalent in in uh, in the UK is probably SGM, DF is yeah. probably, probably aware, and you do, you definitely see bands that are associated with that get on with support slots and festival placements and stuff like that. So yeah. If you can get, you don't know how much money they're no, making though. No, no, yeah. you no. don't know. You but, don't know if they're being, you know, that's the problem. But, you want to make a, especially when you're mid thirties, we are, yeah, that's yeah, not young kids. Whereas it's different. Whereas you've got to make a living out of it. 
yeah. sometimes being but on I, your own. I is imagine a bit easier. The, the, diff, the difference in, in balance with labels is depending on how big a powerful label is. Yeah, of course, yeah. it can bring you opportunities, but equally, you could say, right, that's your single, you've got an album, album by this date, blah, blah, blah. And it could be very Luckily, controlling, we yeah. haven't got any of that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, even though we're signed to a label, we, we don't have that. We still have pretty much have a say in what we want to yeah. do, which is good. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Um, and you mentioned it before about you've gone full time with the band now um, how did you just cope before with the struggles of obviously working full time jobs and then having to go out and gig about as well on top of that fuck knows yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, look, you look it back and you think I don't know we just did gigs were always like if, if if we were doing like a tour or you know gigs in a row it was always Thursday, Friday yeah, Saturday or Friday, Saturday, Sunday or whatever yeah um, <clears throat> And so we, we tried to stick to that. So at least if we were miles away on a Thursday night, we only had one more day in work to get, get through. Yeah. You, know, it's, you know, instead of like going and playing Cardiff on a Monday night and then having to suffer for the full week in work. Yeah. But um, just use that yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 on your leave and had families that have supported us, basically. You so. get a lot. Did you find that you had many opportunities that you maybe had to turn down because of work as well? Yeah, there's a few, yeah, one a few but not, not huge. I think that, like say, the tours would have been different. We could have done a two-week tour, yeah, and fit all the dates would fit in over three months. Yeah, right. so that that would have been different, and maybe would have been. But in terms of offers, there wasn't. I don't think there was a mass amount that we. There was probably a couple. Yeah, if it would have been anything big, we would have done it. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. But for, uh, for in, like you just suggested there, the fact that you spread all that out while you're doing that as well around the job as well you, you just go right oh we've got those gigs we rehearse for that do the gigs and you're not writing you've not got time yeah. to do any of that so the, the momentum would be significantly Different, better yeah. you hope when yeah. you can do it like we, like we do now <laughs> <laughs> excellent and um, you signed to Modern Sky um, how did that come about? Uh, Dave <laughs> Pitcherling you run I thought I thought if we pronounced his surname correctly but <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, um, yeah he, he uh, I can't remember I remember we got having a phone call with him. He uh, he came via. We had a gig at, in London. Yeah. Didn't we? It was via Eagle. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Where was the gig in London? Yeah, uh, we did a we did water, a gig in uh, yeah water, water, rats, water, rats. water rats. Yeah, we did a gig in London water rats, and there was a guy, uh, Russian guy, Eagle. Funny enough, the name like Eagle. And it was uh, I can't remember the name of the band that he was representing. Mm. I'm sure that's really bad, but it, yeah, with us, yeah, they were on with the ba- on with us <coughs> in the band anyway. And um, he Echo he tape. recommended us Echo Tape. Very well, very good. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So we were on this band called Echo Tape. We were managed, and they were involved in involved in big Russian festivals, Vladivostok and stuff like that, and V Rocks. Uh, so he mentioned us to those guys, and mentioned us to uh, Dave from yeah. Modern Sky. And then um, he ran, I think I, I, I took a phone call off him. I was sat in a car park in, in near my house, and he was like, "Oh, you know, I really love you, and think you know can make something of you, kind of thing." Then came to watch us uh, in Liverpool, Liverpool the yeah. Arts, Club. Arts Club, yeah. yeah. And he was, he's a very, you know, kind of big character, and he was, yeah, enthusiastic. It's good, yeah, yeah. He infectious was enthusiasm, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but even then, we still, you know, we still didn't progress it until much later because yeah. we didn't have a manager or yeah. an yeah. agent even. Still. No. But then we, so then we got an agent and a manager, and then we started to negotiate that side of things a little bit. Okay, um, so you released your third album, Build a Tower, last year, and obviously that's been your most uh, successful to date. Um, how important is it to keep adjusting your style and your sound with every new kind of release? I 
know. I don't, I don't think we've consciously gone. No. We've, we don't set out with a blueprint for the next record. Maybe we should. <coughs> Might be to our detriment. I don't know. But uh, I think the albums are quite yeah. varied in terms of song nature of yeah. songs. We don't. Yeah. I don't think we stick to a genre necessarily. Anyway, they no. might sound. <coughs> it's, often, you know. it's often the case, isn't it, with bands? I, I, even Phil, our producer, probably says, "How do you want this album to sound?" I'm yeah. like, "Well, no, when we've written the song, yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have that approach. Or we'll go, it's yeah. a concept album. Or it's what's best for that album. Yeah. It's difficult to that's get. Uh, yeah, I think because we're, we're quite varied in our, mu- our taste as well. Yeah. It would be difficult to have a conversation and arrive at a consensus. I think. Yeah. So you're best to sort of just going, yeah. seeing what comes out, and then doing the best for that yeah, song. Yeah. 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 And that's it. I think both the Cavalcade and Build Tower, all of the albums have, as David said, different. You know, they could be different bands to a degree. Yeah. But the you know, bands that we grew up respecting, like the Beatles or whatever, we did the same thing. You, you it worked well. Get, there's a lot of different styles on the record. It worked well for a sec. If you yeah. just came out a new album, it was all quite mid mid tempo. You'd be very weird then to yeah. shove that in a set. Yeah. So. Um and. Have you noticed over the years, like when you first started to now, is like when you're writing your songs, is there certain things that you will do now every time, or certain things that you kind of avoid doing as well? You know what I mean? Um, Spend more time now. We've got time. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. So, we would yeah. yeah. normally go into a studio with just some ideas. Yeah. And then the song would happen over like a few days or whatever. Whereas yeah. now, you know, we'll we'll come up with specific bits. We'll we'll discuss. The structure of the song and so like we've just been in recording some ideas recently yeah um and it's we're just getting stuff down a lot quicker in the studio instead yeah. of talking about it because it's the first time we've heard it back yeah but yeah i don't know that that's just it yeah just having more time i know it's boring a boring answer but just having more time just allows you to get better and allows you to improve and, and but the songwriting process is still the same yeah, we still write songs like in the practice probably consider room, things more in the practice yeah. room. We, yeah. we, we, we we maybe take more time on discussing bits and maybe having more of a, an influence on each other. Yeah, that yeah, space. that's true. Yeah. Probably, but that, but that's like say just because of time. That's it's the, it's that freeze out. I definitely think that's the, probably the biggest change. Actually, is that it's uh, more of a collaboration between us than us and the pro- producer, maybe because yeah. yeah. the parts are all prepared. Um, Whereas before we got out, got in with a pretty raw idea. Sometimes we just have our own ideas. I'm recording recording separately, so it's not because we've been doing it in between jobs. So now it it is. Hopefully, when we we do the next album and fully record it, it's going to be a lot more collaborative. And but also, we also know knowing when we're going there, what we're doing. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Well, we've recorded in more of a concentrated period of time as well, rather than all right, we've got a weekend. Let's get two or three down if we can. Yeah. So it might sound more. Too much later doing it. might sound more concept concept kind of scenario because Mm. of that, maybe. I think music musically, we're always developing anyway. So people notice a progression and we're just getting better at what we do. Excellent. Um, What's been the your favourite gig? And venue that you've played one as a band, but also gone to yourselves. Um, Castlefield Bowls, good in Manchester, um, which we did play, uh, but we we went to as kids a few times. There used to be a festival in Manchester called Deep Percussion. Now that is a, a, a the modern version of it is Sounds of the City, and it's like this sort of uh, amphitheatre type thing. Um, outdoor think that's pretty cool um, and then the smaller what smaller venues are, re- are really good like Heppenbridge Trades Club and uh, Leeds Broodnell King's Hots 
yeah. to give you a Scottish <laughs> example. But yeah, the, the, those are like really vibey and yeah. everybody's on top of you and you're like, these are just the en- energy wise, it's easier to get a party going if you know what I mean in, in those yeah. kind of rooms rather than doing the big shows. Kind of like the Smiths and the Eighties with the stage yeah. being right and the, yeah, the fans right on the yeah, stage yeah, when yeah. they're doing it in that aspect. Yeah. They always preferred that. Yeah. It was like you're there and yeah. getting on with them like compared yeah. to standing telling them to come forward to you and that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, who are some of the new bands and artists um, that you are listening to or you would recommend? I'm just doing this for extra homework so no, I can no, get no, I quite like, next week, I, I quite like Sam, Sam Fender. I don't know if I'm probably the only band, person in the band that does, but I, yeah, I quite like his stuff. He's got a good, interesting voice and good pop melodies. Um, Jerry Cinnamon, from, I, I think I'm on record, I'm, I'm not so sure, but the what I've seen of him live, yeah. I think he's like, it's a bit raw, raw alive. Yeah. Um, it's weird when I had him on record, I thought it was quite a jack a difference, really. But uh, yeah, those are probably two two recent ones that I'd say. I don't listen to any. Seventies bands. Yeah, yeah. 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 just listen to a lot of old stuff, mate. Well, so. the is the only band that I'm sort of. Same with Parlo as well. You've been like, yeah, but that's I mean, it's only sort of like a band that we're actually on a festival with, so I thought that'd be somebody I want to watch. But I'm yeah. pretty fussy. This know, band's like um, <laughs> Vampire Weekend and Foles and people like that that have been around a while that yeah. have come out with new Foles material. Foles, they're, they're, mm. they're good. The, uh, White Lies new one's really cool as well. Yeah. That feels like they're moving a, in a more like poppier commercial direction. Yeah. Um, my wife really likes that the, the, the new single, so that's been on in the house a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Excellent, um, and um, Manchester's always seemed to have a great kind of music scene, especially with the late eighties through the nineties and that as well. How would you say the music scene in Manchester to now is comparing to maybe the glory days of old as well? There's a lot of bands coming through and doing doing stuff. So like uh, you got at the pop here, and you got Bl- Blossoms, Pale Waves, obviously 1975. Yeah. Um, and then you got the sort of punk end blinders, although the Doncaster, but the Manchester-based. Yeah. Um, I think no one's put a label on it, like you know, like yeah. in in the Manchester town, there was there was that going on, uh, or baggy scene or whatever. Yeah, people have put a, a label on it, but I don't. There's nothing to to gel all those things together, I guess. But there's certainly a lot of decent Still stuff coming out of the scene. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's vibrant. The, the venues wise, the, the, we have had some closures, but it's pretty healthy live scene. Yeah. From small venues that right up, so Manchester had a label back in the day, though, didn't it? That that helps <coughs> get all them bands together, whereas that <coughs> doesn't really exist now. No, unfortunately. So like, you know, our, our label, oh, factory, in, yeah, 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 our label is based in Liverpool, mm. and some of the other bands are probably based. Most of the stuff like ours is based in London. Yeah, but there's a lot of like labels of grime music and stuff in Manchester now, and there's a big grime scene in Manchester. Weirdly, like, but yeah, so but for us, there's no. There's no label or centre thing that will group all the, the yeah, guitar yeah. based music yeah. together and everyone can help everyone out and things like that. Yeah. Like you have promoters like SJM, mm-hmm. um, but obviously they're huge. Yeah. So, but there's, yeah, there's none of that. Um, I don't know. Tony Wilson thing was like real northern. I want, I want to have yeah. this powerhouse we'll kind together, of thing. Yeah. And yeah, and there's no, nothing out there really that's trying to do that, I suppose. But whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I don't know. Excellent. And um, what does the future hold for the? Slow Readers Club? Uh, hopefully, but uh, you know, they're, they're doing the, fe- the festivals that we've got in Europe lined up, and uh, and there's more to be announced that we haven't announced yet. Um, the same with the same with the UK, our own tour. Probably some bigger shows at the end of the year, and records going into next year. So we've got. I mean, 
in the old days we didn't plan further than a couple of months ahead, but yeah. we've got you know we've got ambition for the uh, the, the going into next year. So hopefully we'll keep building. You know, it's been going. Last year was great. We're doing more shows, going out to places we've never played before this year. Yeah. To see how we go, we're not in all, all the different places. You know, um, and just uh, the, <laughs> the the response we have though, like last night when we did Carlisle. Every night I'll ask if there's new people in the room, yeah. and you get a good a big cheer, and you go, right, well, go and tell your mates. Yeah. And it's if they keep doing that as they have been so far, then you've never played in Vanessa before. So no, this is our first time. Yeah, it's our northern most gig. Have you got yeah. your cavalier vest, We've like for when you go on the stage, just in case? Like? No, <laughs> it can't be worse. Than some places yeah. where we played. Make sure you take off all wedding rings and just leave no, them there in the seat somewhere, like just in case. Like, you know what I mean? thought, <laughs> thought we were northerners until we came here. So. Yeah, yeah.